Welcome in, everybody. We are back. Fantasy football debaters back at it. We got Matt and Andrew here. No Chris with us, unfortunately, but he will be back. He will return when we return again, live and in studio. But we are here today just to bring you another quick update, as promised. And, uh, yeah, we had quite a Super Bowl last night. Oh, we yeah. are recording here Monday, day after the Super Bowl. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, not very good in my opinion. And Tom Brady. neither was his team. No, <laughs> neither no. was his team. There was a few, a few uh, face catches that didn't occur yeah. from his wideouts. But all I saw was that Patrick Mahomes is garbage. I don't know about that. <laughs> but anyways, congrats to Tom Brady yep. and the Bucks. Yep. For an. For a Super Bowl win there. Good job, Geezer. We'll uh, probably see him next week. Or next, not next week, next year. I can, I'm can. i almost 100% sure that he will be back. Oh, he said he said in a post-game interview that he was going to be back. Yeah. So, so we yeah, will he, see he's him. He's going to be back. There's no doubt about it. So Tom Brady will still, unfortunately, be in our rankings. Move aside, Tom. Let some of the new young guns get in here. Huh? No. Whatever. Uh, let's get right into the studs. Yeah, so the we're ballers of twenty twenty. Yeah, we're gonna talk about the top five quarterbacks, running backs, receivers, and tight ends, and then the top three kickers through week sixteen only. So if you're looking at the stats and wondering why they're not matching up, it's because we're smart and the app is not. So there yes. you go. There's no app that actually puts it by only through week 16, which unless you're a clown week 17 championship player, out, fantasy player out there, then you're not getting the right stats. So we'll give you the real stats here. Now, I don't want anybody to take this into too much consideration here about these because these are just what it ends up as. We're going to go more in depth during the offseason about consistency and the actual ranks of players beyond just their end score. So we don't we don't wanna we don't want you to read too much into this, but we would like to just point out the great players of this past season and basically who were the ballers. So I'll start it off here. With quarterbacks, not a very big surprise here. Patrick Mahomes, number one, made it to the Super Bowl, lost to Tom Brady, who is not on the list for fantasy, but which proves that his team was better than Mahomes' team. But Mahomes, yep, number one, 374.9, according to NFL.com. Again, if you have different stats, that is because NFL.com is not a smart app, and they're, they're just, it's just not not mostly not correct. So we will be switching for next season. I believe we'll be moving to CBS or some other some other station that will give us real stats here and not this nonsense and will actually load so he's number one coming in a very close second was josh allen through 16 weeks he actually passed mahomes because mahomes didn't play in week 17 but josh allen had 372.8 which is only two points less than mahomes through 16 weeks so josh allen was at number two a great pickup for anybody who had him andrew had him and then we had my exact prediction. So I don't know if you've all been listening from last season, but I predicted Kyler Murray as number three. Where did Kyler Murray end up? Number three. Who doubted me? 
every single debater. All right. I don't read too much into that. Uh, it's we only, read a lot into it's it. It's only because Dak got injured Dak and was... Joe Burrow would have beat him out too. No, 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 no. Joe Burrow was nothing. All right. Let's just hear the man. Kyler stats. Murray, 368.96. He had a stinker in week 17, which that does not matter to us. He was number three, just where I predicted him. And following Kyler Murray was Aaron Rodgers, who had a huge Week 17. So that that strews the stats a little bit. So Rodgers had 354.26, but he had right around 26 fantasy points in Week 17. So that's what we want to point out to all the listeners out there, that guys can have a huge Week 17 and it messes with the stats. And that's a mistake that a lot of underqualified fantasy owners make is that they look at just strictly the stats from last year you shouldn't be looking at week 17 and there's no real list out there that shows them at least for my knowledge that shows them for the just the regular the regular fantasy football player there's nothing that's out there i know of one and that is our list so So we're credible take a listen to our list and and uh, yeah i mean besides the nfl.com tomfoolery that's the only that's the only inaccuracy I would say. So Rogers, I believe I said his score already, but following him was Watson. So there was a pretty big drop off. Watson had twenty points less than Rogers, which is about forty points less than Mahomes and Allen. Watson had three thirty eight point five two. Watson did not have DeAndre Hopkins. He did not have a competent coach or owner who was the same person. He also lost that incompetent coach and owner, or not not owner, but what does it mean? GM, 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 yeah. Lost that in, incompetent GM and coach and gained yet another incompetent coach. Nobody knows what's going on over there. He wants out. That is big news coming up into this offseason, so we'll be tracking that closely about what happens with Watson and other quarterbacks, but Watson's the big name right now. And he had a great year despite fantasy year. He had a great fantasy year despite an atrocious team and an atrocious organization in general. I think they're rivaling Adam Gase with the Jets. Let me tell you. <laughs> Could be. But overall, was this this list is not that surprising. Mahomes, Allen, Murray, Rodgers, and Watson in that order. I would say those are some of the expected names. Yep, but the names we are missing, Lamar Jackson... Russell Wilson, and I mean that's pretty much maybe, it. There, Drew Tom Brees Brady, a little yeah, bit. Tom Brady a little. If if you're expecting that. Yeah, but we projected all of them outside the top six. The ones, the two big ones that are missing are Russell Wilson and Lamar Jackson. So a little bit of a disappointment, especially with Russell Wilson. I mean, he started the year off number one for a while, and he dropped off. So we'll be we'll be getting more in depth with that later on. But let's hear the running backs. Running backs, we got Alvin Kamara at number one with 300.8, followed closely by Dalvin Cook at number two with 291.8. Then we got King Derrick Henry with 281.1, followed by James Robinson with a little bit of a drop-off there, 200.4, and then Aaron Jones coming in at number five with 195.4. Yep, and this is where you really start getting the differences. In running backs, this is where the differences were immense. You might be looking at a list, and it'll say Derrick Henry is number one, but he had a big week 17, 
and that that construes the stats a lot. James Robinson was and Aaron Jones were not even in the top five if you look at Week 17 included. So you have to look just at that, and that's what we're trying to give you here. So I'll move into the receivers. There was a very unsurprising Tyreek Hill at number one, 242.9. Big year for him. Although not a big year for the receivers. Running backs outpaced him by a lot. And Devontae Adams was number two, and he missed a couple games, 232.8. So a good year for him. But once again, these are much lower than the running backs. So what are we looking at next year, do you think, Andrew, for the receivers? Do you think they go up or do you think they go down or stay the same? I I think they got to go up. I think, yeah, you're going to go up, and I think maybe at the beginning of the season you're seeing some lower stats because it because of COVID and all and no preseason. A lot of guys, you know, weren't ready for this season. So I think naturally, yeah, you're going to see them go up, but yeah. I still think running backs are going to outpace them because yeah. they are the, you know, some of the top performers. Yep. All right, so I said Devontae Adams. Uh, Stefan Diggs at number three, that's kind of a surprising name. I mean... He was good, but he was not that good towards the beginning of the season. He was much better towards the end, and I think he's going to be a big player coming going into next year with Josh Allen in year two with him. 195 points for him. DK Metcalf coming in at number four. He had a big year, looked great, except against Jalen Ramsey. 189.2. And finally, Calvin Ridley, who dropped out, 188.9. So he was number one for a good majority of the first half of the season, and he dropped off with the Falcons. I believe a lot of that was due to injury, though. But I, I'm not 100% sure, but I, I'm sure that you will see some sort of swing looking at Week 17 with receivers, too. So we'll give you the tight ends here, Andrew. So just listen to this. We got... Travis Kelsey, very unsurprising at number one. But that makes the top quarterback, receiver, and tight end all from Kansas City, fantasy-wise. And you know what else? That that has a tight end would be the number three fantasy receiver. Yes. So he he was a huge bump for you if you had him. Absolutely. Better than than almost every single receiver. Yep. He had... He ended the se- or ended the 16 week season, not the 17, yes. with 207.76. So he even outpaced some of the top running backs through 16 weeks, which is just as crazy. Then we got Darren Waller, number two, with yep. 154.9, which is also a big. I mean, it's uh, uh, shadowed by Kelsey, but 154.9 is a huge year for a tight end. Yep. Darren Waller had a fantastic season. And we have a surprising number three. We got Robert Tanyan from Green Bay with 146.8. Yeah, once again, another big year for for those three tight ends. Big year. And I feel like he was a little bit of a low-key player. Not a, Like a lot of people did not know about him. And nope, but he had a lot of is. touchdowns this past season. Absolutely. Here he is, number three. Number four, we got TJ Hawkinson with 106.8. So a 40-point difference yep. between Big number three off. and four. That shows you how good those top three guys did right mm-hmm. there. And then we got Mark Andrews creeping in at number five with 106.4. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, the differences wouldn't be too big with tight ends, but there will be some movement in the list had you included week 17. So... Like, I, like I've been preaching, just stick with what we're giving you. Don't look at 
the final stats. Go more in depth about it. If you want to double check us, that's fine. But just make sure you don't include week 17. And we'll give you the top three kickers here. So number one was Josh Sanders from Miami. Represent my team. 152, so a big year for kickers here. I mean, kickers usually have a pretty pretty uh, big season, though, no matter what year it is. But these names are rather surprising. They're not the normal names we've heard for the past 10 years. So Josh Sanders, number one. Young Ho Koo from Atlanta, 151.5. We are still not sure if this is from NFL.com or what, but that .5, not sure how that got in there. We don't know how a kicker can have decimals unless he had a a run, a pass completion of some sort. Which NFL does not tell us. Nope. Thank you very much. Yeah, we appreciate it, NFL. Keep doing what you're doing. You're doing it right. No, they're not. Daniel Carlson, number three from the Raiders. He had 146. So those are your top kickers. Haven't heard any of those three names ever in the top three lists. So kickers are more interchangeable than you would think, and that's why we have them so low in our drafts. We'll get into it a little bit in the offseason, but yeah, kickers, but you can see that they are important, but there's just not too big of a drop-off between kickers. They're all pretty similar, besides like the garbage ones. Yeah, so that sums it up for all our top performance yep. performers of the 2020 season. Those are all the ballers. Absolutely, so let's move on with our upcoming schedule and more. All right, so our upcoming schedule, we're going to take a little bit of a break because we are going to be working on our rankings and our website, our social media and everything. So we will be back on March 24th. That will be our next episode release date. And we will be recording once a week still, and we will have off-season debates, more heated than ever, and... Hope you tune in. Next, we have our social media. So Andrew is working on the Instagram right now. We have the Twitter. We'll be launching our campaign shortly between this window here. And we will have posts and everything for you guys to follow us. Any questions, anything. And it's going to be at FFDebaters. We have no followers. So if you want to be one amongst the first, go ahead. At FF Debaters on Instagram and well, not Instagram yet, but it will be. Will be very soon. Check in. Uh, Twitter is already up. And finally, we have our in-depth rankings and our website. So we have our tech guy Jacob. Jacob, he's working on our on our website here. He's got a pretty good one coming up for you, hopefully. And it's gonna have our rankings included in there. But we're going very in-depth in the rankings. We're work. We're working on it right now, and there's going to be grades for every player of every position, and it's not going to be a simple list like how we just read to you. It's going to be in depth, projected points or projected ratings for the 2021 season, and why we're projecting them there. It's not. It's not just a a little list and a guess. It's a lot of work. Putting a lot of work into it, and we hope that it'll help you guys with the upcoming fantasy season and yeah just tune in that's pretty much all i got you got anything else no we uh any listeners out there we appreciate your support and we will be back soon tell your friends yep tell your friends questions that questions comments concerns we will 
we will be answering on our social media. Yep. Let us know. We're always going to respond yep. right away. We'd love to have some feedback from people and questions. We'd love to have debate topics. Love to hear negative, positive feedback. If it's negative, we'll laugh. If it's positive, we'll cry in appreciation. So whatever you got out, out there for us, just send it our way. No matter where you are, doesn't matter. Just send it to us. We'll answer. And we, we do very much appreciate everyone who's listened to us thus far. And we are hoping that the 2021 season and off season will be even better than this season. And we are going to have much more work, much more in-depth analysis, and a lot more fiery debates. So coming from you live from the debater's studio, we will talk to you later. Thank you so much for listening and have a good night.